Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Angie, an estimate rocket. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. This week, back for a revisit, Jamie's World. What's happening in your abode? Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, good. All good. Keeping busy? Oh, yeah, as always. It seems it from what I've seen on socials. Yeah, it's just uh, gone from zero to 100 very quickly, if I'm honest. Um, made a lot of improvements to the academy recently. Uh, new UPVC setup, new kitchen setup. Um, and we've also obviously taken the workshop on next door, so everything is just bigger and better now. So you took another, because weren't it last year you moved workshop into a bigger one? Yeah, so we've moved every year for the last sort of four years, um, which has always been around Christmas time, um, which is a pain in the ass, but <laughs> it's been, um, yeah, it's just been one of them, just the opportunities come up at that time. Yeah. And even though we were probably not ready to do it or couldn't be asked, we got, it was like one of those things, if we don't do it, then someone else will move into that place and, you know, then you might, they might be there for years and, and so on. So, yeah, it's, that is it now, though, I think. Um, I was just going to say, have you, have you got plans to go bigger? Is no. Bigger workshop? No, mate. It's, I mean, to be honest, mate, it's, it's massive in there now. It's absolutely yeah. huge. Uh, we've got space. We've got, we've got a room like uh, upstairs. This is, it used to have my gym in it. Um, but now it's, I've gone back to the gym, obviously there's lockdowns and all that, so ending, and it's just completely empty. So it's what we do with this space now, rather than trying to find more space. Classroom? Um, yeah, it's not really classroom, because our course isn't based on classroom. We have thought about like marketing courses. My, my partner, um, Anna, she, she worked in marketing before she worked for me, and she helps the students after the courses market the yeah. business. Um, so we have thought about doing something like that with it, um, but it's just it's just time, mate, at the moment. It's just trying to find time to do anything. Um, just yeah. so busy. Um, I, I imagine it's a fair bit running, running the courses. I imagine it uh, it eats a fair bit into your personal life. Yeah, it 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 does. It, it, it it's it's more of a. Do you know it's like running a pub? It's a lifestyle rather than a job. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like you know, I was on the phone to a student last night at ten o'clock. Um, you, you've got to love it to do it. That's the thing, yeah. and and I do love it. I'm not going to say I don't. I do love helping people out, and and you know, and it is part of the job. Like if you train somebody, and and they've got, they need they need that support afterwards, and you need to be there to take the phone call. Like yeah, it is because they they haven't got anybody else. Um, you know, there's only so many YouTube videos you watch, you know, but if they've done the training with you, then you're responsible for that person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do love it. I do love it. Yeah. 
but just dropping back onto the YouTube, I'll, I'll admit, when you first started doing your online courses, I thought, how's this going to work? But I spoke to you other week over something, and you explained to me, I think, it makes sense now. But from yeah. a consumer's point of view, my side, so how do those courses work for anybody that's interested in doing them? You know, that are thinking, what am I going to get from this? How does it work? In a roundabout way, what, yeah. what are they getting? Well, it's, it's an online course, but it's more like a guide to spraying. So it's like to help somebody through their journey of spraying. It's like it's like the things that I, over two years of like when I first started, all the mistakes I made, um, because it, there's people out there who sell this, I call it the spray lie. Um, and it's that you've got to spray every job and that is the way you do the job. And if you're not spraying it, you're not doing it properly. But yeah. it's unrealistic that that's a, that's, that is right because you know, some jobs are not worth spraying and sometimes you end up losing money spraying them. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, if you, if you take the whole bathroom up to spray a ceiling, when you could just smash it in with a roller in two yeah. seconds. Don't take round top edge onto tiles and cut the people are doing The people are doing that and I did it because because in your head you're thinking you're, you're doing something wrong because you're not doing it fast enough. But the only thing yeah. you're doing wrong is you're trying to spray it in the first place. So this is to help. It's more to help people along that journey to say, like, yeah. look, this is what I would spray. This is what I wouldn't. This is why I do it this way, and this is why I don't do it this way. And, it, and it's not every way of spraying. Like, if if I did that, the video would never stop. It's just yeah. the way I spray, and it's the way that I make the most possible money. Because at the end of the day, is if you get into spraying, then your your end goal is to make more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I'm trying to show people that, that you can make more money, but you, it, you've just got to simplify the, the shit out of everything, really. It's, it's, yeah, it's an easier way of doing it. Business head. I always say you have to have a business head on and think, yeah, I've got to tape up to some degree to cut and roll it, but by the time I've taped it up to spray it, and I'll be honest, I rarely spray walls because by the time I've taped up, you tape your sockets up anyway, but by yeah. the time I've taped skirting up, sealing up, an average Mrs. Jones room, you can cut and roll it in just over an hour. Yeah, you know, so you just think, well, what's the point? Plus, they can't touch it up if you spray it. And I just think, well, spray it ceiling, spray it woodwork, brush and roll walls. Yeah, and as well, as well with it, it's, it's because obviously our students get get it at half price. Uh, so yeah. if they if they do the courses, they get they get the video for half price. So a lot of people like do the course, and then you know they they might go away and do a bit of spraying, but then they might also decide to get that course just so it helps them along the journey a bit more because there's a lot to take in um, every so day. Once time, like a reference point, they think, how did they do that? Drop back onto the content and just, yeah. even if it's not on the break, watch it for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, do that. Just a refresher, quick, yeah, quick and, memory. And the videos are all set out, so they're like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, if you wanted to watch about unblocking the ball bearings, that is a separate video. Tit yeah. size, it's a separate video. Extension bars, a different video. So they haven't got to watch three and a half hours of content to get to it. Yeah. They just they can I mean, each one. I mean, people could probably argue, oh, stuff's out there on YouTube, but you could spend a day of your time trying yeah. to find the right video for something that if it's on your content, 10 minutes on your dinner break, there you go. It sounds very similar. I did a Udemy one on video editing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's still opening my web browser and I, I paid for it and you do it and you do it in your own time but then I can go back and think how, how do I edit that bit again how do I do that you know how, how do I import it into that program and you yeah. just go back to it and do it and it makes it easy so when you explained it I thought now it makes sense 
Yeah, it's not just that, mate. It's like, it, it, what it is as well, is like the, amount, the amount of phone calls I get after the courses, which I don't mind, like I said, um, yeah. but like some of them are like really basic stuff. And it's like, if they just watch that, they'd be like, oh, shit, actually, I remember that. That was what we did. And the amount of people that go away from the course and then go, oh, my machine's not priming. And obviously the ball bearing is just stuck. That's the only thing it would possibly be. Um, but then they keep running the machine and then the whole thing would just burn the packings out. So... It, <laughs> but sometimes we trip ourselves up overthinking the simple shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if they could just go online and look at a reference point, machine's not priming. That, that, that. It is a scary, it's a scary, it's a, it's a scary, it is a scary thing though. When you start spraying, it's like, you know, you've had, you've had old curtains in the back of your van, there's dust sheets, a few roller trays and, you know, some brushes. Um, and the decorator's gone to a completely different level now with the dust of sanding, um, the sprayers, it's a completely different game. So, for somebody that's just like I call them a pot and brush guy, getting a, a yeah. two grand sprayer, say it's it, you don't want to break it, do you? So you just panic. Everything just panic, yeah. panic, panic. What well, I know, uh, I know we've got a, a bar bob coming up. I was just listening to it the other day, just check your work, read it out. Uh, I think it's it's just one that was I say a quiet one. There was only me and two others on it. There were me, Scott, and Josh at JPH, and Scott talks about spraying. Uh, and it's what he calls sprayxiety, where he gets anxious about spraying, and he rung me up in a right flap because it blocked, and he's thinking, can I take tip out? Am I going to inject myself taking tip out? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just simple stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it, it is, it, you do get spray anxiety, you know, yeah. when, you, when you're new to it, I suppose. You know, and you're overthinking it, and you miss simple stuff because you're overthinking it. Yeah, it is like that. Um, I've had students have to ring me about that injection because I, 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 I tell them, look, if you get an injection injury, it's not good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you need yeah. to get to hospital, blah, blah, blah. I tell everybody that, but they just look at me like, Jesus, like, really? And then they ring me sometimes saying, I'm just cleaning the spray out of water. Am I, if I inject myself from this, is it going to kill me? I was like, well, yeah, it's not going to be good. So, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're on some, uh, when you're doing courses, line a melon up and just spray gun at it and blow an hole in it. Uh, I, show them, I do show them if it's, if it's hot enough outside, I have the door open. I just show them, look, this is how powerful it is. If you let the building pressure and you don't have a tip on it. Um, and they, they're like, bloody hell. But the, the, even the way we set it up, it's like the, always the machine's off and stuff. And, you know, but I said the real, real the reality of it is you won't always do that so yeah. i show them a way of doing it so that you won't have problems doing that like having the tip sideways when you put the guard on like everything to stop that coming out of that tip yeah. um so because it, it is unrealistic that you're going to do all those things to say Steve. if you're if you're working on a job and you'll get confident you're going to get cocky and that's it that's the end of it yeah so i've lost amount of time in our aspirator on yesterday I don't even think I put trigger guard on while I'll climb it ladder. We all get sloppy. Yeah, but you do. It's just it's just what you do, isn't it? You know? It's, yeah. it's, it's like sometimes you drive in the car and then you're just like, how the bloody hell did I get here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, not self-hypnosis. You did a course on that, it's self-hypnosis. Uh, where, where you're in a state of mind where you hypnotise yourself. But yeah, it's the same thing, you're just cracking on. Yeah. Don't realise till some foul happens. Yeah. You know, but I mean, we all should be health and safety conscious, but sometimes when you need to get job done, it just falls a bit wayside, doesn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Definitely, mate. <laughs> if uh, if some of the people saw what I've done, they'd be like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, I've got to be careful, because I've got to try and, I've got to try and keep uh, 
a professional face yet. So, <laughs> I was yeah, well, yeah, well, don't disclose too much, but I put a post on yesterday, your last I ladder job, bit of a milestone for me. I'm 50 this year. And I got, I think I've done six, I'd only done that gable, if you saw it on my stories, and I'd done six and a half mile on the ladder a day. My hips were killing me, tops of my thighs were killing inside. I, See, I, I just, I just that. can't do, I just can't do that sort of work anymore. Just, not yeah. because, not because, it's just, for me, it's, it's I just go where the money goes. Do you know what I mean? Like nowadays. I'll be honest, we are disclosing figures, there were money in it for me, there were weeks wage in two days. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I would do failing, and I think, you know what? I can't do it because that's the other question I get asked all the time. Is like, you know, because I, I, I they say, well, what about your old clients? You're not going to work for them anymore, and, and I always say, well, no, like, <laughs> not if they're not willing to pay me what I can earn now, because I know what I can earn on the kitchen, say, um, yeah. or pla- even plastic. So why would I go and paint someone's living room now for say two hundred quid yeah. a day? I can get five, six hundred quid a day in the kitchen. So it. You know, you've got a bit. You know, you're not a charity, are you? So, it's it's like a missed opportunity, and it's like robbing your family of money, isn't it? That's yeah. how I look. You know, you've got to do the best you can. You've just got to stop being lazy, get off your ass, and get there and get the work in. You know, market it. Yeah. Well, that's what I said to one of the students. Um, I think it was yesterday, actually. Um, he came over from Ireland, and I said, I've always got a kitchen door in the car and in the van all, all times and I met a woman in Sainsbury's and my little girl was playing with her little girl we were just talking I was in my decorating clothes and she said oh you're decorating I sort of spray well I, you know I do I do kitchens mainly now spraying kitchens she said oh bloody hell I said she said oh we're thinking about replacing that so I said well come out and look at the sample I've got in the car and then she's put the job in now so just from me having that in the car I sold her a job so you never know where 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 you're going to pick up work, and you know you have to push it. I know it's not going to just come to you. You have to push it. So I think that's the problem. Is I mean, most of, and we say in the UK, tradespeople are so far behind with marketing, money, profit. It, it came up on us at Brush Facebook group today. Somebody put a post on. Uh, I've got up here profit first. Uh, anybody read this book? I've got my copy up here. I says, yeah, I've read it. It's a good book and all that. I don't understand it. And you go out and ask 10 decorators, say, what the profit was last year. They won't be able to tell you. They can tell you how much money they had come in, but they won't know what the profit is. Yeah. Or if, you ask, if you ask them what the burn rate is, they're like, what? Yeah. You, need, you need to know how much you need burn rate for them that are listening that don't know, how much money you need coming in every month to keep burning and whatever you make over that is your profit. And I, I review mine about, well, you, it used to be every three months at the moment. It's every month because we have everything going up. But well, what, what, I, what, what I've learned to do is that you just, if you separate how much you think you're going to pay in tax before your expenses, yeah, so always separate that money out and ask what, you, then what you've got left out of all your bills, that is like play money. And then yeah. once you do your expensive through, then you end up with more money back because it's what you put through as your expenses. Then you don't pay as much as you, you would have originally. So it's almost like you're saving at the same time. Yeah. Um, we've been doing that for the last about three years. And it, it's, it's the only way you can actually, because you, cause you, you could end up spending it all and then having a 10 grand tax bill and then just being like, shit. Oh, you've got a shit accountant then. <laughs> and, uh, we, just, we just got rid of one. So. <laughs> <laughs> that man's a lifesaver 
I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd open up, listen to this, but I'd gladly pay him ten times what he charges me for what he saves me. Yeah, mate, I, yeah, we've got a decent one now. Uh, we've got gone back to an old one. To be fair, um, we we left him because the business is growing, and we went with some a bigger company. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's the worst decision we ever made, mate. They've they told us to do things that we didn't need to do and we spent hours on them and well weeks do you find some of these bigger companies not necessarily just accountants but they milk you because oh we're a big company this and they've got too many people involved in it yeah yeah I, I got a 20 grand tax bill 20 years ago because they put the uh, office junior on to do me account and man's what three pages if that and he got it wrong forgot to click on it and I had them bloody nasty letters for 20 grand did you have to pay? No. No, because it was, I rung them up and said, what's going on? I uh, can't remember the name of the company. My accountant used to work for him, and he went on his own, and I went with my accountant. Uh, I followed him, and he, he just does, he works for himself now and does a, uh, <coughs> He It was a company he worked for. They passed it on to Office Junior who'd done it, which, fair enough, they got to learn, but they forgot to put a tick in a box. So I got, I got a nasty letter. I was getting nasty letters, and I rung them up and said, what's going on? Uh, I think it was back in days at 714 when you used to get your tax deducted. I think that's why it was. I think they'd not, they'd not put a ticking box to say I'd had uh, 714 slips. Yeah, well, ours was, um, the problem was it, with it is because there were so many hands in the pie. Every time you rang somebody, it was like you spoke to a different person. Yeah. And then you, you and they, and they didn't. They didn't know what the hell was going on, so you're like, "Well, I spoke to this guy yesterday, and he said this." So, like, oh, hang on, I'll just check the, the notes. They have to tell the story all over again. What's happened? It, it was it's just constant. So, it, so now we've gone with a guy that's just yeah, back to the guy that we had before. And he's, it's more personal because he actually he actually comes out and sees us at the workshop, sits down and goes through things. And the the things he's told us to do now. Well, the spray won't prime. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. Help me. <laughs> yeah. It's not priming, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a random number, so if you want me someone, <laughs> I'll go again in a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but yeah. So it's, it's yeah. The thing is that they were, they were telling us to do um, that we didn't need to do, and it's just yeah. more headache and more paperwork. It was just like yeah, it's just. It's cost us a lot of bloody money and time. My missus, my missus has been working, there's no lie, until about half two in the morning every night trying to sort the accounts out. Oh, bloody hell. So... Oh, I couldn't think of it's, worse. No, it's... Because it's, it's, they, they, they basically doubled everything. So we had to go through manually and, and separate everything out again. It was a bloody nightmare. Absolute nightmare. So is, is there any other big plans for a Bowd Academy that we're, we're allowed to talk about? Or is it, um, is it just keep going as it is for now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you want something done right, do it yourself. That's one thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's getting into contractor trap, in it. Where I mean, I'll be honest. That's why I work on my own because a lot of time I get stuck in that and think, do you know what? Rather than show somebody how to do it, it's quicker to do it myself. You know, and it's if if it fucks up, there's only one person to blame, isn't there? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. I mean f- for me, it's it's now it's it. I'm very I'm I'm very passionate about it. Do you know what I mean at the end of the day? And there's obviously people out there that don't agree with the training and, and they and they you know 
but yeah, whatever. And it's, it is what it is. But I, I, I purely, honestly, it obviously makes money. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to lie. It makes money, but you've, you've, you know, I make sometimes, well, I'd say more times than none. I've made more money on the kitchen than I do on the training. Yeah. And that's not even, that is not an exaggeration. It, for me, it's the trade is going to be, I think in the next 10 years, I think decorating will be one of the highest paid trades in the country. Yeah, hopefully. That's where we're trying to get with podcasts. We're trying to get to top of trade because we're finishing trade. And that's, and that's what I mean. And if you're in it for that, then it's only, it's only good, I think. So yeah. I think, I mean, I think Sweden, I think it's Sweden, they get the highest paid trade as a decorator, I think. Yeah. Don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. It's, uh, it's, it's like being, a, I mean, I know we said tradesmen, but tradespeople. It's like being a tradesman is a dirty term now at school, you know. And don't do it. I was, we, my sister-in-law come down at weekend, and we went swimming for Sunday dinner with her. She's what mid twenties, training to be a policewoman. And she's like, she told me what I think when when she qualifies, it's twenty-one grand a year. Mm. Then she says if I, if I'd I'm still like under probation for three years and more training, and she says if I make it to sergeant, I'm sure she said fifty-four grand a year. I'm like fucking hell, dude, I earn more than that. You know, you're a sergeant in place getting shit thrown at you and you think, why are they driving people away from construction industry? Because there is good money in it. You know, if, if, if you're trained properly and know how to run a business, there's bloody good money in it. One of my mates, I call him a mate, but he he said to me one day, um, not that long ago, to be fair, probably about a year ago, he said to me, I think you're here, which is down here, and I think yeah. I'm up here because he's a joiner. And I just oh, said to him, I just said to him, well, I'm here, which is up here, and you're down there. So that doesn't work, does it? Um, and he sort of didn't have anything to say. And that's, that's the, as that is the problem that's happened with decorating over the years, is that, you know, they're always scrabbling around at the bottom of the barrel trying to make things work yeah. um, and trying to get, get, trying to get that, that money in. Um, and you do it because you love it. <laughs> you, know, you can't do it for any other reason. Um, and then that, nowadays, I think, you know, with the spraying, I think just the spraying alone and just the, the sanding and every, everything that's making the job look more, more enjoyable and easier. Yeah. Um, I just, I just can't see it going any other way, to be honest. I think, I think, you know, cause what I earn now compared to what I did, um, 10 years ago is absolutely insane. Like it's like four or five times what I earn. I That's think it all depends. I always said there's a massive void and I classify it as there's painters and there's decorators. Easiest way. Yeah. Uh, the painters are happy, go along, sight bashing, not knocking it, thinking the millionaires, you know, I ain't paying that much for masking tape, I'll stick with beige stuff. Not wanting to educate themselves, not wanting to move forward, thinking they're killing it every week, living <laughs> on the ball. And then you get the decorators that are continue personal development they're doing courses they're marketing themselves they're learning how to run a business they're reading books and i think they're the ones that are going to be winning it's like the cream rising to the top you know and i think if there's enough of them it will elevate the trade and i think yeah i mean you know we've had over like i said we've had over 500 students in now in the last two and a half three years basically um and like this these these next three weeks we've just got every day trading it's non-stop um and yeah, I, I hope I hope that it goes that way, and I can't see it not going that way. But like you said, there there is always going to be the people out there. Just, that's fine. That is actually fine. Like there's no, there's I'm not slagging anybody off that wants to live their life like that. But that's just not me. I mean, and I, don't, and I think a lot of people are not like that nowadays. I think they want you know, 
Why Why wouldn't you want to earn? Because I always think if you go out to work for eight hours, right, and you've got to leave the house anyway, yeah. right, <laughs> you're going to go to work, so why not earn the maximum amount of money you possibly can? Yeah, I think, I think it's a trade-off. You've got to be happy and earning enough. Yeah. You know, well, the problem is, the thing is though even if you're earning shit money it's still stressful I mean it's like, you're still you know you still got to do an invoice you still got you still got to write it all out you still got to go and look at a job you still got to go and do the job you yeah. still got to organize the products you know what I mean like you've still got to do all those things unless you work for a company but if you work for yourself and you're earning shit money then it just makes no sense to me I just I just think you know do you think some decorators are frightened to death of upping the rate thinking they won't get work um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, some people like how, like, call them, if you say house bashers, um, they that might be their only way of making money. Like, I mean, they might not have any other work. So the only person that's taking the piss is the site manager. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So I just wouldn't do that work. But for some people, that might be their only earns of earning money. So you can't say they might want to earn more money, but they might be stuck in a hole or you know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I remember about 20 years ago, uh, there was a decorator local to us, and it was about five quid dearer than everyone else. I thought, I like how much? Five quid dearer? This was my mentality at times to educate myself. Five quid dearer? An hour? Dearer? What's he offering? And I said to my mate, no wonder only works three weeks a month. But then you think, he's working for more money, less hours than I'm doing. And I think, oh, it's idiot. You know, yeah. and I think that's, that's a problem. You know, people, if you up your rate, who's bothered if you're only working three weeks out of a month as long as you're yeah. earning as much as you would if you're doing four weeks now? You know, it's, it makes sense. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, different. And stuff like spraying, spraying to your arsenal is enabling you to drive your prices up, you know, and yeah. showing people what, what you can offer. I can do this, I can do that. We don't just pay traditional paint. We spray UPVC. We spray kitchens. You know, it's, it's investing in yourself, isn't it? Well, it's not just, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of money that's gone into my workshop. I won't tell you how much, but there's a lot that's gone into it. Um, I, and I, 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 I hate money in the bank. The only person that benefits from that is the bank. Yeah. So I hate it. So everything goes back into the business, like it has to. Back into mattress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, daughter, that's the daughter's mattress, that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's... Um, yeah, you've got you got to invest in yourself. That's as simple as it is. That's what I think. You got to invest in yourself, and then and because like I said to one of my students the other day, he came in and he 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 the first thing he said to me is, "Jamie, I'm sorry, don't take offence. This I feel like I'm wasting your time." I said, "Why is that?" He said, "Well, because you're telling me how much this is all going to cost to set up for spraying kitchens, and I just I just cannot afford to do that." I said, well, what, what are you going to do then? What's your other option? You know what I mean? You're going to spray in someone's ga- garage? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, you know, because I, I explained to him, look, you know, when my, when my clients come to the workshop, they walk in the door, they see the setup, they see the spray booth, they see how everything's laid out. I walk them around the spray booth upstairs and I say, what colour do you want? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're already getting the job done at that point because they've seen how much I put into it. Yeah. So if you want to, you have to take it seriously because no one else will take you seriously otherwise. Well, that's it. You've got to value yourself, but you've got, I find you've got to find a line where the easiest way to put it is that's your price, take it or leave it. And you're not being big headed. You've just got to be confident and not mutter, not bumble and just say, the job's £820 for that wardrobe. Yeah. And just stop at that 
and leave that uncomfortable silence because they'll fill it and majority of the time they'll say yeah see we've got to figure on our website it's, it's minimum cost is two grand that is the minimum we'll do a job for yeah so and, and, and that sounds, sounds ridiculous because some things don't cost two grand but like if you weigh it up say you're say you're trying to earn two grand a week right and that's what you want yeah. to earn you know that's your that's covers your overheads everything that's that's what you've worked out and then you go and do a small kitchen by the time you've gone and taken it all off degreased it um took the handles off messed around with it sprayed it primed it everything like that and then top coat wrapped it up took it back to the site put it back together you're four days in now yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so, you know, that's a week's work. So you you know you have to have you have to have a cost that you will go out the house for. That's why I don't do a lot of furniture because no one wants to pay for it. Yeah, no one wants to pay for it, and there's no money in it. So when I say to someone, oh, they got like a set of drawers in the wardrobe, I say two grand. Yeah, they a say a mate of mine messaged me to uh, a dresser and a set of drawers. There says how much would you charge for this? I said it's got to be. He says there's two of each, and he sent me a picture of dresser, picture of drawers. I said, you've got to be 850 a grand easier. I said, but they ain't going to pay it. Because people won't. Not, not no. for Because they don't see what goes into it. Well, do you know what makes me laugh about furniture? It's like, you know, sort of bring over like a really old pine, like a set of drawers, and it's, you know, been made by hand years ago. And then, you know, and then you say, oh, they're giving the price to spray it. Like, oh, I can buy new for that. I said, yeah, but you won't buy that again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you won't, you will not get that again. Like, yeah, you won't I've got, get that I'll, piece of furniture that's no. just in the alcove. Man, I've got pine furniture in my garage where it was in my old house when I was a child, and it's still yeah. going. Like, it's just full of screwdrivers and <laughs> but like that thing is still going. Like, I've, I've, I've lived to see the day of about a thousand wardrobes from my gear. Do you know what I mean? They just, they just don't. Nothing lasts. I, I think a lot of that's down to the. I, HP society where it's like years ago I remember probably DFS started it if you had a second hand sofa you, it were worthless because people think why would I pay 200 quid for that leather sofa I can buy it from DFS for £9 a week yeah it's the same with cars everyone having cars on HP now it's it devalued a lot at one point because of used cars because people that right car make it too easy they make it too easy you can go out and buy one for next to no they make it too easy for you yeah, well, that's that's the world we live in now. That's why you're better off renting one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I might have bought and paid for, but that's just because I'm too tight to. I'd, I'd rather have an holiday than have a leaf one. <laughs> that's just personal choice. Yeah, I yeah. forgot. What, I, I just went on a holiday, went to St. Ives for a week, and tell you, it made me realise <laughs> what it was like to just get up and go swim in and go to the gym and stuff, and not have that. Um, Stress to get off of work because I we don't have a holiday really since well my last holiday if you call it a holiday was probably when we were in a lockdown <laughs> yeah uh, which wasn't really a holiday but it was any time I was off work for a couple of weeks really I've, I've got ten days in counting before my what well, where are you going Turkey oh lovely get, get your hair done yeah <laughs> you're, you're not are you no, I'm not going to say. Jesus Christ, I ain't that bad. You're too tight to do that. There's no way you pay out. Yeah, I'm too tight to do that. I shave it because I'm too tight to pay for it. Oh, I tell you, I, I was going to go over and get my teeth done just because it was so bad. I was going to go and do it because my, yeah. my mates did it. But I, it, it, all the lockdown happened. I never went and did it again. Yeah, well, uh, a friend of mine's had his, I think he's had top set done. He's doing back for bottom set done. So, but yeah, it's uh, two weeks in Turkey. 
lovely, no, I mate. can't wait. At the moment, it's 32 degrees on a regular basis. I can't wait just to get back out there and sort of get some... It's, yeah, it's lovely. Uh, it is. <laughs> get back to the normal instead of pasty white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well... You're, you're doing trade show this year, aren't you? Are you doing... Paul was up at Manchester and you're doing big one, aren't you, down in Coventry? Yeah, so we did both... Um, we're doing, we're doing both um, um, shows. We're running both spray zones um, at both at both shows. Um, so it's going to be yeah, it's going to be busy. Um, yeah. That that last one we done at Coventry, it's just I underestimate. I underestimate. To be honest, it was it was a it was a lot of work uh, to to put into it. Like behind the scenes, doing all that, and then when you're talking to people just that much constantly. Like I remember at one point on that show, I was just like, Christ, I'm going to pass out in a minute because I haven't eaten all day. Like it's just, I was just talking, talking and talking. It's just constant. The people are just waiting to be yeah. spoken to. Um, it is great. It's a great experience. And it's great fun. Um, but like, it is a bloody knackering experience. Like, and then you've got to drive all the way home afterwards. Yeah. I can imagine it's best part of a week just for a couple of days, isn't it? Oh mate, it's yeah, like organising the signs, making sure you've got like all your leaflets done, t-shirts, like it's just yeah, the raffle stuff we were doing, um, the TV stuff, the footage we were putting onto it, yeah, it's just yeah, and then organising all the the people to set the stand up before you get there. And do you not do yeah. it yourself? No, that you pay. It's like a it's like a shower scheme. So they do it all for you. Oh, um, but when I got because I thought I was going to get there, right, and, and my signs would roll up. Do you know what I mean? Like into like a it's like a carpet and I can just put them in a car, but it was solid. Yeah. And obviously it cost about two and a half grand to have them put in. Um and I was thinking to myself, I won't leave it in there, so I had to ring a twenty-four hour delivery driver to come and pick him up, which cost me two hundred and eighty quid to get him home. Oh, I just yeah. couldn't I just could not have the heart to chuck him out because they were so well done. And now if you look at our academy, they're on the big wall at the back, they're all yeah. across the wall. I probably would leave them there this year and just cut like the bones on you know with a tapping knife, but I yeah like I just didn't I just did not want to leave them there because it was so bloody expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would I wouldn't bring them back next time because it's just it's just a massive ball leg. It just really is. Is it is it a two day event up in Manchester as well? I've not, to be honest, I've not looked that far into it. I know it's yeah. I mean, we we got asked sort of like really recently when we were on holiday. I had the, the phone call just will you run the spray zone? And I was like, that was like when it was two months away. Is only a month yeah. away? And I was like, I just said yeah, obviously straight away. I didn't even have to question it. I mean, because for me, it's 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 advertising. Um, and it's yeah. So and to be offered to be offered it. Um, just a, a ba- I'm basically working there as running a spray zone, but um, still be able to sort of advertise my courses and stuff. Yeah. So what, so what, we're, to, what we're looking to expect on spray zone? Uh, so got, about that. Yeah. So we, yeah, we got um, we got a few. I think there's a, I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to speak about it or not. Um, but yeah, we got a, we got a few different companies in, and we're just going to be demonstrating basically. Um, a bit of spraying, a bit of masking up, really, and just just generally just talking crap about spraying. Really, it's just yeah, um, yeah it's, just, it's just getting your name out there and showing people what's achievable. Yeah, the thing as well, giving people a go, uh, it's just you know it, it gets them sort of keen to get into it, you know. Um, yeah. And that's what it's all about. I mean, the shows again, they are getting better. I think. I mean, there's. There's obviously only so much. You, I mean, even like every show I've been to, you know, by two o'clock, it just dies a death. Like, there's only so many times you can walk around and see 
So, you, so I think they, I think the the next couple are they're going to be up in their game a bit because they want to try and keep people there longer. Yeah. But to do that, you're going to have to give people way more things to do in there um, because there's only so many times, like I said, you can walk around that twice or three times, and then you're in the bar, then, isn't you? <laughs> yeah, serve yeah, beer in the show. Yeah. I, th- I think when we went to Germany, this we still ended up in, in town drinking about two in the afternoon. Yeah. As great as their show was, you know, it's like you say, you can, you can only walk around a certain amount of times and talk a certain amount of stuff before it gets a bit monotonous. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think you'll see a change in next, this next year. I think there's going to be a lot more going into to it. So, um, yeah, it, to, to be honest, I think it's, that, what, I like, what I love about it is you just, you just, it's just catching up with people, really, isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, because people you do, you do, you're never, ever going to see, really. Uh, you see them there, and it's like, even some people that I... Do you know when you see someone so much on Instagram or Facebook, yeah. and you talk to them, but you've never actually met them before, and then they just come over to you, and you just talk to them like you've known them for years? Yeah. We all have prejudgments on what people are like as well. Yeah. And some people have thought are utter dicks. When you talk to them, it's actually, they're a nice person. You know, they're not that bad. Do you know what, mate? I, I, this is honestly, I don't, I don't hate anybody until until they do something wrong. I don't like so. I, you know, I get a lot of people message me like, like we've got a few people working with us at the moment, and you, know, you get people messaging you go, oh, you know, I wouldn't work with that person. And it's like, well, why not? Like, they've done nothing wrong to me. So why I, 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 come, I come be a shit as long as it's been right with me. I'm not interested. And yeah, yeah. there's some people that what they do doesn't go in my lane. But they're nice people. They're just not people I'd go for a drink, drink with. You know what I mean? I'd chat to them. They're nice people. They're just, it's not stuff I'd do. You know, it's people's different opinion. We all run as businesses different. Well, yeah, everyone yeah. deserves a chance, mate, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think, I think it's, it's that the podcast, there's probably only about three people I won't work with on a podcast. Yeah. If you're on that list, you're on that list for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Other, other than that, you know, I, I work with anybody. <laughs> oh yeah, there's obviously people I don't like. Do you know what I mean? But they they they've done something physically wrong to me. <laughs> like, do you yeah. mean like, I don't um I don't I don't to be honest I don't even let it bother me really. It's just one of them. If it, you know if they and it's just cut them off and it's done. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just cut them off and just blinkers on and just ignore them. But there's any there's any yeah I'm really interested in supporting my family. Um, you need to get rid of them mosquitoes. It's like you've got a swarm of mosquitoes. Eh? I, mean, I, keep, I keep turning the mic on and off. And <laughs> so, so it sort of cuts out for a bit and it comes back again. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, it uh, sounds like one of them bloody Deep South things in America where they've got a thing of mosquitoes around all the time. Yeah, no, I don't know what's going on with it, mate. We've had problems in the song, haven't we? <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I just think you just got to look after number one, don't you? That's it, you know, look after yourself and, and as long as you're yeah, doing right, make sure... You know, and then this one's right, we'll be right back. That's all they can do, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, mate, I always think, if you, you know, if you get, like, there's, there's there's some people out there that people don't like, obviously, on Instagram and stuff, and they're doing these things and that, but, you know, at the end of the day is, it, you know, if you all work together, then I just think, I don't know, it just all, it all would be a better place, really. And there's some people out there that are only writing stuff on Instagram, but they would never say it to your face. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just... For me, it's just, I just can't stand that. I just can't stand it. Because some, I think I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a big believer. If you can't say, if you can't stand the say swan's face, don't say it. No, I mean, there was a post not long ago of a, a guy on, um, there's a young lad. 
Apprentice, I think he was on one of the forums, and I, I won't name which one, but like he just put a post up uh, something he was asking or something his work, and he just got absolutely hammered. And I just thought, fuck me, like you know what I mean? Like this poor lad, he's only just started his journey of decorating. He's probably a bit, you know, proud of what he had done, and he just got absolutely slated. And it's just like absolutely yeah. no need for it. And I messaged the guy, the the lad, privately, and just said, look, mate, you know, if you if you were uh, Closer to me, I give you a job because if you've got the bottle to put it up on social media, then yeah. you know you're you know it, it, you know it's worth a chance in my eyes. So, well, all that says, I mean, everybody's at different stage in your journey, aren't they? I mean, I, I just think if I can't say it to your face, I won't say it, and if I've got no nice to say, don't say hope. You know, it's not going to achieve no, is it? And I could, I could be a nasty person and see it in comment and he, he could be suffering with a bit of depression that last comment I put could be fucking tip him off edge yeah you know so I just think well you know what just don't tell it's, it's not nice but no I will um, yeah like as I was saying about my um, my students um, I've got a, I've got a shout out it's a bit, bit of sad one really but like one of my students um, he his name is James Perry and I text I, I always keep in contact with all of them yeah uh, and um, he he just say like how are you doing mate are you alright you know, how's the spraying going because he he'd had cancer previous and he he basically he'd, he got rid of it and he was on to his journey with spraying and, and everything was going really well so I just checked in with him to see if it was alright and he texts back saying things weren't good. He had about two weeks left to live. And he's met, I messaged him about two days ago to say, are you still with us? And unfortunately, he passed away uh, about two days ago. Oh, that's so, yeah, it's, it's a very hard pill to swallow because, you know, to talk to somebody that much and to think what his family are going through now. Um, but yeah, it's just really, it, it's really sad to hear because I, I've kept them, you know, like I said, I keep my contact with them. They're, they're all like my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, and this guy was, you know, he was a, a really, he, he was one of the guys you would remember the most because he was such a nice bloke. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people say that when someone's died, but like he generally was a really nice bloke and he was polite to my missus and we always stayed in touch. It's just, yeah, and I just thought I'd give him a bit of a shout out and, it, you know, it's, I just yeah. want to say that I'm sorry for that and I hope his family are doing well already. Um, I'll be honest, life scares fuck out of me. I'm scared shitless of getting old. You know, it's, it's like, I've talked to a friend the other day, they said, when you swatch standard cancer and comic relief years ago, it'd be like one in five suffers with cancer. Now it's one in two. And you think, what the fuck are we doing wrong? Is it processed? It, 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 it makes you think as well, like, you know, when I heard that had happened, it just made me think about all the shit I was worrying about. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, and then I was just thinking to myself, like, why, why am I worrying about that stupid thing when this, this, this guy's family is going through this now? It's just, you know, yeah. he's, but Christ Almighty, some of the things I worry about are just ridiculous. Yeah, but um, it, it might be ridiculous, you know, it, it might not be ridiculous too, but it's to me and vice versa. So, I stress about you might think, what the fuck are you stressing about that for? But yeah. everyone has their own little battle, don't they? Yeah. You know, and it, it is, and that's, that, that is the other thing. This job, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit it, mate. Like, you know, I had I had cancer a couple of years ago uh, because I was so obsessed with the job, like to the point where uh, I was 
I was driving back back to the workshop at like two o'clock in the morning to stare at a kitchen door in my dressing gown. Like that's how bad it got. Like do you know what I mean? Because because I, I, I just completely lost it at that point. I was just like it, it really. And I and I bet you there's someone listening to this like Christ. I do that now. Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. Like it just yeah. it mentally yeah. drains you off somewhere. You know, this I'm, I must admit I've, I've struggled with this, which I found was an awful workaholic. Yeah. So luckily, it didn't affect my family life. It's affected relationships in past. Yeah. But luckily, when I got together with my wife, she knew what I was like, and she sort of calmed me down from it. And now it's rarer work weekend. It's normally if I fucked up, <laughs> double boat. You know, it's it's not for the money now. It's you know, it's because I think I worked other weekend off and had a Wednesday off. I worked other Sunday and I had what Monday off this week. Well, if you can, mate, you got to do it, isn't it? Because you don't get time, you don't get time back, do you? That's the thing. I think other thing is, well, a lot of us forget why we go self-employed. You go self-employed because you want your own time, you want to be able to nip to doctors without a boss clock watching you, you want to be able to have a day off and go and see kids' school play, and a lot of us sacrifice it and forget what we've done it for. Yeah, I mean, it it, it does get like that, and then you, you forget, like, that's what I mean, there's, there's no point earning all that money and not being able to enjoy it in any way at all. Um, I think what happens is for me is I get to the point where, well, I used to, I used to get to the point where I was working so much, I couldn't see the way out of it. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? So I was going like from one job straight to the other job and then straight, you know, it, it never stopped. So like the minute I got rid of one stress, I started another stress and it was just like, it was just constant battle trying to, and, and then I was saying yes to every fucker. That was my problem. Like every person I didn't want to let down you know, I had big contracts with the NHS. I had contracts. And this guy used to ring me and say, Jamie, I need you tomorrow. And I was like, well, I can't. He's like, well, you know, I'll get someone else done. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then, but now I just would say, oh, no, well, do what you want, mate. Go and get someone else done because I ain't doing it. You know what I mean? Like, and I struggled with that for a long time. And, and this, this woman, the woman I was speaking to, it was like every Monday night. <laughs> and my missus probably kill me for saying this, but this this woman was like really really attractive so i found it really hard to talk to her about like problems because she sat yeah. there like, to the night and i was like oh I'm fucking psychotic though um <laughs> but she told me I, I, I left- I tell you what, counselors offload i've worked for a counselor and she says to me i'm off upstairs for three hours to see me counselor like what she says oh she says it's optator everybody puts their problems on us and we've got to offload them somewhere it's, it's like a long chain just passing it on yeah because uh, I actually uh, that is funny because I actually asked her that I said you must hear like, I said my stories must be like com- like compared to what you would do here and she just said yeah you know I said so how do you deal with that and she said we've we've got our own support group that's what she said to me uh, for, for yeah. after they've talked to people I was like fucking hell but she one thing she said to me that really helped was that like why are you looking at those doors and I was like because I just want to make sure they're alright she said but what can you do about it and I was like, yeah. like, I'll sort out. She said, but why do you sort out tomorrow? And so that, 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 now she's like, just do what you need to do. Just walk away. And I, and it, that was bloody hard. But now I just, I do what I need to do. I go home. Yeah. And that's it. And, I, and, I, and, and if it needs redoing, I'll do it again tomorrow. And it, it, yeah. it took a bloody long time for me to get out of that mindset of like, do you know, do you know what it is? You know, when you like, when your battery used to gloss a door, uh, you yeah. get a run in it. 
and then you know you should leave it, right? You, that's the right thing to do. Is, is the leave, leave it, let it harden up, then get rid of it. You don't, do you? You get a fucking sponge roll right with a with a bit of white spirit. You're just hammering it, right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because you just can't. It's, it's just not in you to do it. And that's and that's the thing. You know that you should leave it. And that is, if you touch it, you fucked it, right? Yeah. But you just don't. And that is the, it's a mental game. It just is. And in your head, you just can't accept that that's not the only way out. <laughs> I mean, we, I, I think a lot of the, People in the UK that I know will laugh, will laugh at Americans because they have a counselor for this, counselor for that. I tell you what, a counselor can work bloody wonders. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't look at them as counselors, I look at them at coaches or guides. We should yeah. get uh, we should get one on. We should get a painting counselor. Oh, sorry? We should get one on here, a counseling paint a painting counselor. <laughs> I have uh, to be honest, because I've, I've suffered in the past. Uh, I need to get I've been a bit crap at getting back to him. Uh, it, it takes a lot of time to podcast. It does zap a lot of my time. But I had somebody, uh, I reached out to him to somebody that had listened and <laughs> I think it was a relative. And it's somebody that deals with mental, uh, mental health issues like psychologists. Because there's a lot of people I talk to that suffer with either anxiety, mental issues. You know, it's, a, it's rife. You know, and people need to get, and there's one I did, uh, I've talked about him before, man coach. Uh, he's, he's like a life coach, you know, getting in the right mindset. I'm trying to get him on, but his diaries are just so misaligned. Yeah. But he, he's, he's good to go on because he gets you in that mindset of stop stressing about shit you can't control. Yeah, you that know, is. All it's doing is like, yeah. dragging you down like a little weight. Yeah. It's, 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 easier, it's easier said than done, isn't it? Like, so when someone says that to you, it makes complete sense. But to actually put that into your head and make it stay there, you know, because yeah. my missus used to say this thing, like, are you going to worry about it in in two weeks? You know what I mean? And I, and I said, probably not, but it's happening now. Do you know what I mean? Like, but she said, yeah, but are you, are you, you know, you know that it's going to be fine eventually, so don't worry about it now. But it's, it's, it's easy to say, so yeah. now she's stressed. I said, oh, babe, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it in two weeks. <laughs> she's like, I'll okay. piss off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you get that glare? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it is. It, it does, um, you know. It comes like, to life, it, if you don't know. It, it's, you know, overthinking stuff, worrying what other people think. End it, day. Do then people pay your bills? No. Do you know you what? That, get judged for that. There's one thing I hate, and it's when painters say... I've got OCD. I don't. I just think every painter's got OCD. I don't think it's just one. I think like every part of any job, if you're good at what you do, you've got OCD. Like yeah. to a certain level. Passionate about it. I think yeah. you are. You're always walking. I someone to say, yeah. Someone to say, I've got OCD. I'm a painter. Like, yeah, fucking well done. Like everyone's got it. I mean, if you if you if you love your job and you're passionate about it, like it, it is part of the job. That, that is the and I think it's yeah, that's what it is. I talked to a friend of mine, and every job he does 120 percent. And I'm like, Bob, your 80 percent might be some other decorator's 100 percent. You know, I says, customer might be happy with your 80 percent, but you're doing 120 percent on every job. You're losing money. If customers <laughs> paying 400 quid's worth, what you've got to do is give them 400 quid. Yeah, but there's no there's no such thing as 100 percent. It doesn't exist. But it's like perception of it. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's just not a thing. It doesn't, I mean, this, this is the problem. Like, people get in their heads that it, nothing's perfect. It doesn't exist. Yeah. 
You mean you, like if you're getting paid four hundred quid to do a room, you've got to give it four hundred quid worth end of. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get five hundred quid worth. Don't get three hundred quid worth. Get four hundred quid worth. Yeah. You know, and, and do the best you can for four hundred quid. Yeah, but then don't if if you know you you're gonna if you know you're gonna try and give it hundred percent, which you won't, <laughs> then don't do the job because you're not making any money. <laughs> <laughs> we could just be on the bloody circles. Oh mate. <laughs> That that is the thing, though. Like, I won't say that. Like it, I say this about. I call it the insta lie, right? And, and it's when like you see all these sprayers on Facebook and they put all these finishes. They're not like it's like when you watch skateboard videos. You that guy did not land that trick first time, right? It took yeah. him a hundred times. So they're not showing you the shit it went through to get to that level. So everyone thinks, oh, this guy's spraying it. And it's amazing. Oh, blah it's blah brilliant. blah. But he, he he probably had a contamination on the door. It's probably flaking off. You probably fucking put the wrong plate on. Like, what, <laughs> what, what, what we need is a week where tradespeople put hashtag. Ash I don't know, come off the top of my head, just brothers of the brush fuck ups, where everybody for a week just puts puts their honest post on where they fuck up. I, I might do it tomorrow. Mate, I, might, I, I, might I, I reckon every job something fucks up. Every job. Like, there's no I, doubt in my head. I, I did a plastic door in the garage door other week, a burgundy one, put them on social media. What I didn't show, and I might put it on tomorrow, is where I had the door laid horizontal, last coat, and a fucking fly landed on Edda. It didn't just land so where it dries. You know when you say you should leave it and then sort it out? No, I didn't. I got a bit of blue, blue, blue roll, bit of thinners, trying to get it out, made a nice. I was there an extra hour waiting for it to flash off so I could flat it off to respray that header corner to corner, you know what mitres. Yeah. Just sort of mask it off with a bit of corex and spray it. It not only landed on it, it sort of crash landed and rolled across it. Yeah. They, they, they started crawling, didn't they? Yeah. Well I was I was in the middle of like farming land, so it was like the little shiny beetly shit things. You know, like the thunderbugs. I was like, oh for God's sake. And I couldn't leave it and I touched it and ended up being there an extra hour. Luckily it went nice day. So I just sat in van with a brew, you know, and I went in and was to get home. But yeah, I like to put, we all like to put the fuck-ups on Instagram for a week. You know, uh, I'll think of an hashtag and put them on. It, 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 that's what I mean, it does happen. That's the thing, it does, it does happen. It, it happens. Yeah, we, we only see the glory shots, don't we? You no, know, it's, like, it's like I put a kitchen mat together on Friday. Um, and the, it, <laughs> I'll show you the picture, but in the background of the, one of the stickers, you know, you like label your doors. I label inside the cupboards as well. And yeah. on the sticker, well, a bit of tape, it says piss take, right? Door, because I knew it was going to be an ass I would have put back on. So I'd already run it in there before I even got to it. And it took me about two hours to get this door back on in level because it is, it had been bodged by Howlands. They siliconed one of the pins in. And so I had to make new holes and a blade drill and like and buy new screws and just to get it to get it was used it was going like sideways like that. So you yeah. you, you had to adjust it. Mate, I just could not get this thing shut. Not kitchen. That's probably all the thing I hate about kitchens is plumbingers. My mother-in-law showed me a trick and I do I've, I've modified it myself and I do some it so it's minimal messing with them. Because I hate the things adjusting them. You know, the way, the way I label them up and the way I mark them up, it just means I have to mess with them as little as possible. Yeah. Because one, one turn of that screw, quarter turn, and your door doesn't shut or it hangs wrong, and I just think, oh, man. 
Yeah, I mean, my mate showed me, my showed me a good trick, and I was like, if you if we, if you open the door up and look down the actual edge, right? Yeah, look, it, that needs to be the same width the whole way through. Yeah. So like, you know that, that if you look, if you're adjusting it and you're looking at that, you know the door's going to be straight. But then, yeah. obviously, the problem you've got then is, was the door ever put on straight? <laughs> well, all, all, all I do is, you know, like you've got your yard fringe that's mounted on the carcass. Yeah. I, I draw a line under it with a, it's like a fine line sharpie. Take one screw and turn it 90 degrees, put the screw back in. Yeah. And then take the hinge off the door, number inside where the hinge sits in the door, tape over it, and then I'll I take pictures on my iPad and draw on my iPad on doors with numbers and do it that way. And then when I put them back together, I just take the screw out, turn the hinge back to where it was, sit it on the line, screw it in and sit it on. I said 99% of the time I don't get issues with it. See, i got a trick. I'm not giving it away on here. <laughs> but I don't think... I can do it without taking any of the hinges off. But... Part of course. Oh, you don't, you don't <laughs> spray weird doors on, do you? No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we've got a few. We've got a few little tricks. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I do, mate. As I, 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 I don't mind sharing on there. Um, I actually buy the edging strips and I spray them in the workshop. Then I stick them on. I know. I know somebody else that does that. Yeah, they, they, put, they put them out in like two metre strips. They've worked out like to do a carcass, how long a strip you need. You put it a bit longer, pin it on a board either end, spray yeah. it, and then stick it on. Yeah, doing it for years, mate. Saves hours yeah. and hours and hours on the job. Um, and, it, and, you know, at the end of the day, is it, you end up with a better finish because cause you're putting a brand new strip on. So you don't end up with the sharp edge from the paint line from the tape. Like it is, it, and you save a day in masking. Easy. Yeah. But it has to be 18 mil. The edge has to be 18 mil. Yeah, because if it's not, uh, screw fix, yeah. yeah. The strips. I've been doing it for years, mate. I mean, the first couple of times I've done it, oh, I'm not lying, it, I thought, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but after a while, you get used to doing it, and it just it just completely changes the game, mate. It does. Uh, so when, uh, when you do a kitchen, do you work out how many metres you need, sort of thing? Yeah, so one, one strip's 2.4 metres, so a uh, length of MDF is 2.4 metre length, and then you cut it, I, I cut it down the middle, so you've got two boards, and then so you've got 30 doors, that's 30 strips. Um, but I always do about 33, 34, just to be safe. Um, and then yeah. if you've got bigger cupboards, that you, know, you might end up using one strip on half of a long Argo cupboard, say. Um, yeah. So you've just got a bit more, and then sometimes I, if I'm running low, what I'll do is, you know the bottom cupboards, yeah. I use the offcuts because you have a lot of offcuts. I use them on the top of the bottom cupboards and then I'll splice them together so you never see it. Yeah. So there is ways around it so you can use all the bits. Um, but it, it just, mate, it saves so much time doing it. Like, that's why if you look at my videos, all the cupboards are covered up with plastic and they're not actually taped inside the cupboards. Yeah. I've, I've never noticed, to be fair, that I'm not one for zooming in. No. I'm not one for zooming in. No, it's, it's an easier way of doing it, mate, because, because like I said, like it's way less spraying in the client's house as well. So like so I've had a job recently where it's all 18 mil all the way around the top and the bottom, and there was just two end panels. So all yeah. I went into the job and sprayed two end panels and then stuck my edges on, put the doors back on, job out of the job. That makes sense. It's worth looking at. Yeah. It's when you get a bloody wine rack or plate rack, in it? You can't oh, yeah. it. Do you know what I do? I, I buy, I get it matched in a water base and I roll it. Yeah. And then I spray it on the top of it. Yeah. That That's the only sense. way you'll get in there. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll just use water based anyway. So I just uh, it's, it's sometimes though it, it, it works ace when you're spraying it, but the water base I use when you're rolling it, it's about three or four coats. Yeah, I mean, so I, 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 the only reason I use solvent is because because I'm doing it that method. It's way less spraying in the house. Like it's like literally sometimes it'd be like an M panel or two. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're always out. They're never sprayed upon a urethane in people's houses. Like if they were in the house, like it wouldn't happen. Um, yeah. But for me, it's just it's just a drying time. It, you know, I can I can smash the kitchen out so much quicker using that than I can anything else. And I I've got a proper setup at the workshop. So yeah, I used yeah. to uh, when I was using nasty ones. I used to include in price. I used to give them like a voucher for Nando's and cinema and kick them off out for the day, make out yeah. the day in a treat. Oh. But I won't do it. I won't do it unless they're out. Uh, because yeah. there was one job. I remember the guy. He he went out, but he come home when I was spraying, um, and he he just he stuck up into his bedroom. And I come in in the morning, and I said, "Oh, where's Edward?" And she's always oh, upstairs. He's bloody really ill. Fucker, <laughs> 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 and he killed him. And I, and and it really like. It, but it was his fault. Cause he sh- he was supposed to be staying out of the house, uh, but that was using um, an acid catalyst. Yeah. Um, uh, primer and that's what fucked him up um, and it really does scare, scare you because I, I take every precaution to be safe but saying that mate some of the water base now some of the water base now is is you know is putting people in the hospital isn't it with the cross linkers and stuff yeah. um, so I, this is the thing like I think Ed I think it was Ted um, um, that, that you know Ed um, Ted yeah, Ted I heard, I heard his podcast and, and I related to what he said because he said that when you use polyurethane, you shit yourself. Um, so you go that extra mile to protect everything and protect yourself. But I think with water-based, because you know, I see the students do it all the time. They're walking with a mask, hanging off their side. And I say, well, when when was that last in a box? They say, it was never in a box. They say, well, yeah. dead. So when you pull them out, a mask out of a box, those filters are dying the minute you take it out of the box. So unless you put it back in the box... I've one at workshop, one in my van, so I never forget to take it. And I take it in if I'm spraying the kitchen, it goes on side. Just as I make sure everything's ready, I probably spray a bit just to make sure, you know, like spray a couple of inches, make sure it's working. Bank mask on, spray it. As soon as I'm done, put mask in box and go out. Yeah, mate, that's a, that's a thing. And absorbing everything else around you and killing. Do you know, I only know about I only know about the filters and stuff and about the life on them because if they've got a forty-two-hour life and you leave your mask out of the box for two days, the filters are dead because yeah. they've got a snack charge to them, so it pulls everything towards them. Um, but I yeah. only know that because I had a meeting with the mask company because of the academy, and I said, "Where the hell does it say that in the instructions?" And he's like, "Oh, it here." I was like, "What do you mean that tiny little bit of writing that you need a magnifying?" Oh, yeah. That. The thing is, mate, if he hadn't come out, I would never have known that, like, ever, because cause it's not obvious at all. Summit masks, if you get the right, the, the bit like printers, you can buy an expensive printer and get cheap cartridges or buy a cheap printer and pay for expensive cartridges. The, the mask, I think you guys, you say mask as me. I've, I've been using them for years, Moldex. Yeah. And, and the filters, I think they're about nine quid for a set for the ABEC, as I call them. I, yeah. I, I ones you can get, I think. I mean, they could charge, you know, get a set of new filters every bloody kitchen. I mean, I get, I replace my filters every three weeks, no matter what. Like, even if they haven't been used, I just, because this is the thing that makes me laugh. It's, it's the same, like, with people are, people are quite happily, um, 
you know, go out and buy coffee every morning or, or, you know, yeah. if they had a car, they wouldn't put, they wouldn't put petrol in it if it was a diesel, but then for their health, it just seems to be the complete opposite way around. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing, you know, the only thing is in lockdown, you're limited to two bloody sets per person. Well, yeah, that was, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, um, that was lost. <laughs> <laughs> rubber gloves shock up in price I'll pay 550 a box of about 13 quid now no I can remember I can remember one point I was I, was, I, I had two Sainsbury's bags on my hands cleaning up my gun it's <laughs> 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 so desperate <laughs> desperate for gloves <laughs> yeah it was it was a mad that was mad that was I mean yeah I mean the bar, I mean the people that were making the masks were having a laugh weren't they but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But uh, it's been great to finally catch up with you, Jamie. And it's it's great to hear that it, uh, the academy's doing well. No, no cheers, mate. Yeah, same same to you. That's what it like. Well, yeah, you're you're going places now. Yeah, you're over in the estates of here and stuff. So that's yeah, going well. Oh, a bit of a sore point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my biggest nemesis. I've got to do a video to promote it, and I don't like talking at camera. It's like I have to do the, the talk for Q1 every year, and I absolutely hate it. But I just got you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got an email last week. We need we need a, a, a promo video. Yeah, oh, like, oh. <laughs> is it just, is it you well, gonna, you're, you're own doing it, and then you just send it to them? Yeah, yeah, you yep. right. Yeah, you, yeah. Can do, you can do it over and over again, though, on your own. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the script I've struggled with. The scripted, I mean, I can do the podcast one on one, or like the Bar Bobber, a few of us, fine. It's just like, to me, doing that video talking to cameras, like up there with public speaking. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's essentially the same thing. That online course we did, um, I can talk about legs of a donkey about spraying, but as soon as I miss it, press record, I couldn't even fucking speak. Because like, yeah. it it, 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 it's in the video, if you watch it, it's me like, hi guys, I'm Jamie from Mobile Decorating. But yeah. what you don't see is in the in the background is me headbutting the bloody desk. Going <laughs> mental, like I just couldn't do it. You other do some outtakes. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it was... The thing, what was hard is you're speaking about it <clears throat> and then you'll listen to it and you go, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, I didn't say that the whole time. It's just like, you know, you're reading the whole bloody thing again. I, 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 there's a, the, the bar Bob I put out uh, Saturday morning, there's a genuine mistake in it where I didn't mention somebody that was actually on. I think it was Craig Knight. And I thought, oh, shit, I forgot to mention Craig because you're just trying to remember that much information to get it out, you know, and, and, and get it out there and in... in as least amount of takes as possible, so it's not taking all the time up. I, I remember doing the video for Q1. I hated doing that when I did the video for him. I just uh, saw myself back on camera. Oh, uh, you can't, you can't leave Craig Knight out. Good old Craig Knight. Yeah, well, he <laughs> got, got mentioned in the show notes. I just forgot to do it in the intro. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! But I didn't he's, yeah, he's, he's a really, he's he's become a really good friend since the training. I tell you, he has. He's a, he's a, he's a such a nice bloke. Um, I'm really keen to do well, so shout out, Greg. <laughs> yeah, going, going back to that, we are we have been picked up by PCA, which is Painting Contractor America, which is probably the biggest painting association in the world, or decent association because there's other associations. But yeah, there it's on their platform now over in America. So uh, they'll be hearing this, will they? Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll be getting a bold a bold name across there. 
Find my online course, guys. Have a nice day. But yeah, it's uh, they, they all get published over there. If you follow them on Insta, you'll see where they where they uh, they promote it. Yeah, send the uh, link here. I'm looking at. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, I've got to do the video this week. I was thinking, oh god, I keep putting it off. Need to do the video. Need to do. I've, I've actually done my script today. Uh, the few years though with you, mate, you've always been the you've always been the guy behind the scenes, haven't you? So you put your face out there now with a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I've been, I've said it a couple of times recently. I've always videoed. I've, I've had a thing for videoing for years and photos. I've been doing it for eight years and all the videos and stuff. And it's only recently I've, I've had the confidence to post it, which still very very rare. You'll see my face on it. It's done from behind the camera. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be an influencer. So I do it from behind camera. I, I look at myself as more of a facilitator, you know. I'll chat to people and say, oh, you should work with these. These are like a real bit pre-recorded. You should work with these. These will help you out and you can help them out. But now they want me to put a, a name to face. I think, oh, what do you say? They sent, they sent me a trial, not a trial, uh, an example. <laughs> I'm not knocking it, but it's typical America now to say, I ain't that sort of person. They're, they're, they're really out there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's like going to McDonald's, isn't it? Have a nice day, you know, that. And I just think, it's not my, I'm not that sort of person. So that's what the struggle is. You know what I mean? And I, I spoke to a good friend of mine today. I've got a couple of people that have always supported me behind closed doors with podcasts that are in the trade, you know. And I, I spoke to one, I think I spoke to one yesterday and another one today. And I mentioned, I've got to do says, Chris, just be yourself. So my script starts off now then <laughs> Yorkshire thing, isn't it? Yeah, but mate, it's yeah. like you know, it's like we had um we had Pate Warrior in today. Um and obviously yeah. he's he's got a massive following. I mean TikTok is six hundred and sixty thousand odd people he's following got following. Um and I just think and he put he does put himself out there a lot and puts all these videos out yeah. and that he's achieved that because that's crazy amount of people that be I've I've following for, but yeah, yeah, that's one thing I have struggled with is, is social media because I just I just yeah. don't understand how people. Yeah, it's it's putting yourself out there that I struggle with. You know, I don't like I say I don't want the limelight on me. You know, so I, like, what, I like my personal life. I like to switch off. So, what do you do it for? What's your main reason? This. Why well, do this? Yeah. Uh, love talking to Pete. It's first time, do you know, I listened to a podcast today, my personal trainer started doing after talking to him. And somebody at the asked him the same question. And man's roughly the same answer because I love talking. I love hearing people's stories. I live and breathe the trade, sadly. And my opinion is we should be top of tree. And yeah. it's to elevate us as a trade and get us to top of tree. And if, if I can do it through podcasts or it's like I always said to someone, they, somebody can listen to a podcast think that was shit that weren't relative to me, but somebody else could think, yeah, I can relate to that. I've, I've had that struggle. I've had that. If it helps one person out, that one episode, it's done its job. Yeah, but that's the, that's the thing. That's, that, is, that is like basically the same reason I do what I do, because you've got to love it in some respect. And, and, and like, you, like, you know, the, the stories I hear from people, um, some of them good, some of them bad, but like the amount of things that people tell me, and it just makes you realise that Christ, you know, it, it, things that are going on, you didn't realise. I mean, but it's um, it's, it's nice to hear some of the stories. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, 
it's the message and it's it's the DMs you get in the messages. There's one here I've just pulled up. Uh, I'll not say his name. Uh, sent me a screenshot where he'd replied to a customer and he put, think I'm finally getting to know my worth. Big thanks to you and the podcast for helping me value myself. Yeah. That's what makes okay. it worthwhile. You know, getting, getting messages like that. You know, when you get a message like that in your box and, oh, Chris, I can relate to that. Thanks for talking about it. I really appreciate it. You know, it's helped me, whatever it is that we've chatted about. It's great. And I've had people ring me and say, how do you do this? I'll, I'll ping them back and say, look, here's my number. Or send me your number. Are you free tomorrow at this time? I'll give you a ring and I'll I'll talk to them about systems, how, how I do mine. If it helps them out, you know, and say, might that help you? Or you might look at it and think, yeah, that's all right. You know, I can, um, they, they can pivot or they can use some Ido and think, won't quite work for me, but I can do it like that and adjust it to suit. You know, yeah. that's what it's there for. You yeah, know, well, it's quite it's a spotlight on it. Well, I always say if that was one person, it was worth doing it. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I put a post out on Decorators Forum years ago, and it was, um, I don't know if you've seen, but on the Festival Extraction, you can actually put a pipe on the other way, and it blow, it's yeah. blow up. And I showed someone that you could do that, and then everyone was like, oh, you're just blowing shit everywhere now, what's the point? Rah, rah, rah. One guy put on there saying, I just blew up the back of the radiators with it. Like, you know, you get the dust yeah. by the back of the radiators. And he said it's worth his weight in gold. And just, just obviously to help that one guy do that. And to be honest, I didn't, I didn't even think about doing that. But then I was like, "Bloody, that is a good idea." But like, you know, he, I put that out, and then he gave me an idea. Do you know what I mean, so yeah, it didn't, you know, it, it works both ways. But I, I honestly don't care. I actually, honestly, I don't give a shit. I actually doesn't bother me. Yeah, uh, it does bother some people. <laughs> Yeah, well, some stuff bothers me, some don't. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still, like, uh, still don't want my face on camera. Not my thing. Don't want to be famous. Don't want to put myself out there too much. I like to step in and out when it suits me. Well, there's only so much famous you can get being a decorator. <laughs> famous in his own little uh, universe of decorators. But, yeah. But, uh, but brilliant. Like I said, it's been glad to uh, catch up with you. Yeah, well, we finally got the sound sorted out, even though it does sound like there's bloody something going on in the background here. Yeah, yeah it sounds like you're in deep south somewhere. Yeah, I'm sat in my living room, though. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, cheers for your time again, Jamie, and I wish you all the best in the future. No worries, buddy. Nice one. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers. I hope you enjoy these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form, and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing, and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes. Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.